Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the captivating world of genetic possibilities with Hacking Darwin by Jamie Metzl. This groundbreaking 2019 book takes us to the forefront of a new era that transcends natural selection, exploring the revolutionary advances in assisted reproductive technologies and genetic engineering. Metzl, a renowned futurist and expert in geopolitics, offers a comprehensive narrative that wraps the historical evolution of genetics within the potential of today's technological prowess. As a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council and a notable member of the World Health Organization's Expert Advisory Committee on Human Genome Editing, Metzl provides profound insights into how we might navigate the complex ethical and political landscapes of this genetic frontier. His appointment in 2019 to develop global standards for the oversight of genome editing underlines his credibility and foresight in this field. Hacking Darwin is not just a theoretical exploration. It summons a conversation about informed adoption of genetic breakthroughs, presenting informed perspectives paramount for anyone from prospective parents contemplating advanced reproductive technologies to students vested in the ethical quandaries of biology. Alongside futurists, technocrats, and science fiction aficionados, this book, promises to enlighten and challenge its audience with a provocative vision of our future. Metzl's expertise is complemented by his literary talent, previously showcased in genetics-based sci-fi thrillers like Genesis Code and Eternal Sonata, promising a read that is as engaging as it is thought-provoking. Join us as we summarize the pivotal ideas and anticipate the profound implications that Hacking Darwin proposes for humanity's next evolutionary leap. Hacking Darwin, Genetic Engineering and the Future of Humanity. Introduction. Embark on a journey through the genetic frontier. Picture this. You're stepping into a clinic where the future unfolds before your eyes. By the year 2035, you'll have the option to shield your child from Alzheimer's, dodge hereditary cancers, and fend off heart diseases that have haunted generations before. But that's not where it ends. Imagine having a say in shaping the intelligence stature, and even the temperament of your child. It may sound like a leaf taken from a sci-fi novel, but it's a chapter about to be written in the annals of reality. Welcome to the dawning age of the genetic revolution. In our exploration today, we're going to delve into the milestones charted by evolutionary biology and genetics, from the foundational theories of Charles Darwin to the breathtaking advancements in gene editing technologies. Throughout this narrative, you'll discover how genetically modifying a baby is akin to the time-honored practice of vaccination, the intriguing possibility of altering your physical characteristics, such as changing your skin color to blue, and the ways in which cutting-edge genetic engineering might herald the demise of inherited diseases. Part 1, From Nature's Playbook to Humanity's Hands the evolution of heritable traits. Imagine duking it out with a swarm of fruit flies, only to realize that these tiny nuisances are distantly related to you. Sounds far-fetched, right? Yet, rewind the clock by a staggering 700 million years, 
and you'll find a common ancestor shared between humans and said fruit flies. If you'd proposed such an idea two centuries ago, prepare to be ridiculed. Back then, the common belief was that a divine hand placed humans and all creatures on earth, unchanging since their creation. That is, until Charles Darwin entered the scene with his groundbreaking work On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection, published in 1859. Darwin's travels and observations led him to an earth-shattering theory. All life on earth is interconnected, with each species gradually evolving through slight inheritable variations that gave some populations an edge in the relentless struggle to survive and reproduce, a process he termed natural selection. Fast forward to modern consensus, and it's held that life began as simple single-cell organisms roughly 3.8 billion years ago. Around 540 million years back, a sudden surge in mutations painted the world with an unprecedented variety of plants and animals. Enter Homo sapiens, our own species, stage left around 300,000 years ago, possessing traits so advantageous that we've not only thrived, but also driven other hominids like the Neanderthals into the annals of extinction. While Darwin sketched the grand evolutionary landscape, it was his contemporary Gregor Mendel who unraveled the mystery of inheritance. After crossbreeding over 10,000 pea plants, this Augustinian monk deduced that plant traits are determined by pairs of genes, each inherited from one parent plant. Mendel's work highlighted that traits were passed down as discrete units, not as a smooth blend of parental attributes. When genes differed within a pair, one typically reigned supreme, the dominant gene. The combination of Darwin's natural selection and Mendel's genetics forged a turning point in biology. But as we'll see in our next discourse, we're on the verge of transcending the age-old constraints of natural selection. Part 2. Cracking the Genetic Code the fusion of biology and information technology. In the footsteps of Darwin and Mendel, the modern era has catapulted us into a realm where the language of life is being deciphered like never before. Essentially, our biological essence is being transformed into a form of information technology, understandable and, more importantly, editable. So what's the gist of it all? Our genetic code is comprised of DNA molecules arranged in pairs, spiraling into the famous double helix structure. Think of it as an alphabet soup with just four letters, G, A, T, and C. This genetic alphabet spells out the instructions for building and maintaining an organism. These instructions are wrapped up in units called genes, loaded with directives for cells to make proteins impacting everything from eye color to skin elasticity. The human body boasts about 21,000 genes and some 3.2 billion base pairs. Quite the script to read and interpret. The breakthrough in reading this script came when Frederick Sanger and Alan Coulson introduced genome sequencing in the mid-1970s. Fast forward through technological leaps and we arrived at the monumental Human Genome Project of 1990, a 13-year, multi-billion-dollar pursuit that mapped out the human genetic blueprint. And as technology progressed, it became far cheaper and faster to sequence a human genome, from a steep $100 million to 
to around $700 today. With international efforts amassing substantial genomic databases, the forecast is that in the next decade, 2 billion human genomes will be sequenced. But the plot thickens. As our repository of genetic data swells, so does the complexity of making sense of it. While certain traits or diseases caused by single gene mutations are relatively simple to dissect, the complexity of the human genome often calls for deeper, more nuanced interpretation. Enter the era of artificial intelligence, AI, and big data analytics. The past couple of years have seen a surge in their application to genomics. Google, along with China's Wuxi Nextcode, has stepped into the fray, rolling out AI-based genome sequencing technologies. Through intricate databases and algorithms, they're laboring to recognize genetic patterns and extend our understanding of the genetic lexicon. Our genetic code is progressively being framed as a kind of digital code. And with the next leap, we're not just reading it, we're preparing to rewrite it. Let's turn the page and discover the emerging tools that are unlocking our ability to hack our own DNA. Part 3, Navigating the Genetic Roadmap, the Revolutionary Rise of Assisted Reproductive Technologies. Dipping our toes into the vast ocean of the human genome, even the most advanced artificial intelligence is only beginning to tease apart its enigmas. Yet, despite the mysteries that remain, scientists have already charted a revolutionary course in the field of reproductive medicine. When it comes to reproductive technology, sometimes the simplest interventions can make all the difference. Case in point, Tay-Sachs disease, a harrowing genetic disorder notoriously prevalent in Ashkenazi Jewish communities. With the power of genome sequencing, potential parents can be screened to determine if they carry this recessive ailment, allowing at-risk couples to make informed reproductive choices, which has led to a considerable decline in the disease's occurrence since 1985. But the true game-changer arrived with the possibility of selecting embryos. Picture the historical moment on July 21, 1978, with the birth of Louise Brown, the world's first IVF baby. This breakthrough begged the question, what if we could read an embryo's genetic script before it's even placed in the womb? By 1990, this question had an answer with the advent of pre-implantation, Genetic Diagnosis, PGD, a technique used to screen IVF embryos for gender and single gene mutations, such as Huntington's disease. Dubbed PGT in its more comprehensive form, this kind of genetic testing allows prospective parents to secure the health of their offspring before pregnancy, circumventing the difficult decisions connected with terminating a pregnancy for medical reasons. Up to 15 embryos can be examined with this process, ushering in an era where a wide array of diseases like cancer might be preemptively screened and avoided altogether. Yet, embryo selection's potential extends beyond mere disease prevention. Picture a not-too-distant future where we could select for traits such as height, intelligence, or even certain personality characteristics. Complex traits like IQ, which are influenced by an intricate interplay of hundreds of genes, may be assessed in terms of probabilities rather than certainties, permitting parents to tilt the genetic odds in favor of their preferred outcomes. In some parts of the world, the selection of embryos based on desirable traits is already gaining traction, 
despite legal barriers in nations like the UK and China. In the US, where gender selection is permissible, nearly 9% of PGT procedures include this choice. As we look ahead, it's clear that such sophisticated reproductive technologies are not merely a trend, but a signpost to a future where they become mainstream. In our next discussion, we shall contemplate just how swiftly and profoundly these advances might alter the landscape of human reproduction. Part 4, IVF, the future of conception in a tech-driven world. The term natural often triggers heated debates, especially when it comes to the idea of creating life in a lab. But let's take a step back and recognize humanity's history of bending nature to improve our lives. Vaccination, for instance, involves introducing a version of a virus into the body. Once a controversial concept, now it's mainstream due to the overwhelming benefits. Similar to vaccines, assisted reproductive technology, art, though initially faced with skepticism, is becoming increasingly accepted. Currently accounting for about 1.5% of births in the United States, IVF is gaining ground with various demographics from older women to same-sex couples desiring biological children. The prediction we're exploring now is rather bold. By around 2045, IVF could eclipse traditional methods of conception as the go-to choice. As IVF and genetic screening technologies like PGT evolve and become more adept at sidestepping genetic disorders, the appeal to select for a healthier progeny is likely to grow. Picture a society where debilitating diseases like type 1 diabetes or cancer are no longer a genetic roulette, but a choice. Conceiving naturally might one day carry the same social stigma as rejecting vaccinations does in our present day. It's not just future parents who may drive this shift. Healthcare systems and governments worldwide are set to play a role, eyeing the potential savings by preventing genetic diseases before they manifest. While current IVF costs in the US are between $12,000 and $30,000, it is foreseeable that it might become cheaper than treating genetic disorders long-term. Should this scenario unfold, insurance providers might start covering IVF more broadly. The transition to IVF isn't without its challenges. Egg extraction, a vital part of the IVF process, can be both painful and complex, possibly deterring some women. Moreover, there's data suggesting an elevated risk of birth abnormalities among older women using IVF. To mitigate this, an increasing number of younger women are now freezing their eggs to use in later years, reducing the risk of such complications. Tech giants like Facebook and Apple have supported this by covering egg freezing costs, a policy that, despite initial criticism, has come to be praised for empowering women with more career flexibility. Part 5. The Dawn of Bespoke Genetics, Engineering and Inventing Life Anew Currently, potential parents gaze into the genetic pool of embryos and deliberate over which to bring to life. Yet the not-so-distant future holds more than just selection. It promises outright genetic customization. The innovation propelling us toward this brave new world is called gene editing. Gene editing isn't a nascent idea. It's been in the playbook since the 1980s. But it's only recently that we've refined the scissors with which we snip and shuffle DNA. Enter CRISPR, circa 2010, a pioneering technique that employs bacterial mechanisms to cut DNA strands with exquisite precision. Think of it as a biological, 
control plus X, and control plus V, but at a molecular scale. The potential of this technology has already been tapped. Chinese scientists harnessed CRISPR's power in 2015 to eradicate a gene that causes a serious blood disorder in a human embryo. American researchers, not far behind, edited sperm cells in 2017 to squash the tendency for hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Our genetic odyssey, however, stretches beyond ethical healthcare interventions. Take the plant kingdom, where Japanese researchers have flipped purple flowers to pure white with a tweak of their genetic code. Human exploration, too, is poised for a color revolution. Imagine selecting a skin tone from an artist's palette, not limited to natural human hues. Speculations even go so far as to posit the potential for enhancing human senses to the zenith of other species. Think eagle-eyed vision or canine-level auditory acuity. Adult therapies are being overhauled as well. CAR-T therapy, a cutting-edge approach to cancer treatment, turns the body's own cells into customized disease fighters, placing many patients into remission and capturing public imagination with its success. But why stop at editing? What already exists? Synthetic biology is blazing trails toward writing brand new genetic scripts. Craig Venter's 2010 Synthetic Cell is just the preamble. The chapters ahead could describe a world where we author DNA sequences bestowing traits yet unseen in nature, perhaps crafting humans with skin impervious to extreme heat or radiation, a necessary adaptation for an overheating planet or the rigors of space exploration. As our technical capabilities expand to the horizons of the infinite, the more profound inquiry becomes how society will navigate these waters. What choices will we make when we hold the pen to the story of life itself? The possibilities are boundless, but the tapestry of human decision and consequence is yet to be woven. Part 6. A Mosaic of Morals. Navigating the Genetic Revolution's Societal Divide. The rich tapestry of human culture is one of our species' greatest treasures, yet it also brings with it a propensity for discord, particularly when trailblazing technologies emerge on the scene. Consider the saga of genetically modified GM crops. Despite clear scientific consensus on their safety and benefits, such as higher yields and reduced pesticide use in countries like the United States and China, 17 European Union countries have banned them, largely due to the fervent campaigns of anti-GMO activists. This schism over GM crops could foreshadow how we as a global society will come to grips with the divisive topic of genetic engineering. In the United States, surveys indicate that most people embrace genetic modifications that could shield their children from diseases or harm. Nevertheless, a landscape of diverse opinions is inevitable. Take the Jewish community's embrace of genetic engineering to eradicate Tay-Sachs disease, which some Jewish scholars hail as an act of chesed, kindness to better humanity. In stark contrast, the Catholic Church has condemned techniques like embryo selection and gene editing. Echoes of this censure resound in predominantly Catholic countries, such as Austria and Chile, where pre-implantation genetic testing, PGT, is outlawed. This is just a glimpse at how countries are already crafting diverging legislative strategies 
in response to assisted reproductive technologies. While U.S. policies on advanced reproductive techniques remain sparse, in Europe, the absence of an EU-wide consensus means residents of one country could simply cross borders to a nation with more lenient regulations. However fervently some may dissent, halting the genetic revolution seems an improbable feat, given the human penchant for competition. Just ahead, we'll explore the notion of a genetic arms race, a term that dramatically captures the relentless pursuit of genetic advancement by rival nations. Part 7. The Genetic Revolution's Fuel. The Unyielding Engine of Global Competition. International rivalry has long been a catalyst for innovation, pushing nations to test the boundaries of science and technology. In the grand tapestry of such competition, athletic prowess has been a prominent, if controversial, measure of a nation's standing. Historically, countries like Russia and China have had their brushes with scandal for allegedly sponsoring doping programs, a form of bio-cheating that may soon pale in comparison to the possibilities of genetic enhancement in athletes. Imagine a world where, hidden from the naked eye and beyond the reach of current testing protocols, athletes have received genetic upgrades that boost endurance, speed, or strength, while outright illicit, such advancements present formidable challenges to regulating international sports. Yet even now, the United States allows parents to gauge the athletic potential of their children through DNA tests. Uzbekistan's national sports endeavors have embraced genetic testing since 2014, and China has noted it will include genomic screening as part of their selection for the Winter Olympics in 2022. Sports, however, represent only a sliver of the broader competitive landscape in the genetic realm. It's a race where nations vie for technological supremacy. In this derby, the United States and China are front runners, with Chinese President Xi Jinping vocal about his ambition for China to spearhead global tech dominance. China's aggressive approaches to understanding the human genome have positioned it as a formidable contender especially as the United States has experienced stunted growth and budgetary cuts in science under previous administrations. But this isn't merely a race for national pride or achievement. It's a quest for geopolitical power. Down the line, nations that shun genetic engineering may risk lagging behind as citizens elsewhere grow healthier, smarter, and more resilient against the backdrop of changing global climates. Yet, there's a dark side. Should any country push the envelope too far, say, by engineering a military force bred for aggression and might, a new breed of warfare, one defined by genetic manipulation, could emerge. The genetic revolution isn't an optional future, it's an unfolding reality. While the embrace of such technologies is inevitable, their ethical ramifications warrant deep reflection to dodge the more dystopian possibilities they may harbor. The stewardship of our genetic frontier is thus a collective responsibility, one which humanity must navigate with both wisdom and foresight. Part 8. Uncharted Territory. Ethical Dilemmas of the Genetic Revolution. As we sail into the genetic future, the promises of science shine brightly, almost blinding us to the formidable ethical icebergs lurking in the waters ahead. Key among these concerns is the potential impact on human diversity and equality. 
the very scaffolding that shapes the essence of our humanity. Consider the notion of diversity. It's the spice of life, an essential ingredient in the survival of our species. Yet in the brave new world of reproductive technology, our penchant for conformity could pose a threat to diversity. If genetic modification becomes a vehicle to conform to societal biases, be it for standardizing sexual orientations, skin colors, or physical attributes, it could strike a blow to the rich tapestry that defines human civilization. Even more perilous is the unintended consequence that messing with the complexities of evolution could, in the worst cases, lead to our demise. In the pursuit of a future that honors diversity, we must intensify our celebration of the myriad forms it takes today. The spectrum of skin hues, the variety of personalities, lest our genetic fabric becomes too uniform. Now pivot to the issue of equality. Genetic modification opens a Pandora's box, where the future rich may not just be wealthier but could be genetically superior, creating gaps that transcend socioeconomic divides and enter the realm of the biological. We can envision a world where Ivy Leagues sift through applications for markers of genetic merit or employers screen CVs for genetic endowments. This divide between the genetically enhanced and those unaltered is an amplification of today's disparities. For instance, rampant malnutrition in regions like the Central African Republic is already scripting genetic disadvantages into the next generation's DNA, fueling a cycle of inequality. Yet, the call to hold back the tide of genetic advancement in the service of preserving diversity and ensuring equality is impractical. We cannot turn away from the potential of these technologies to eradicate deadly diseases or to upgrade our defenses against burgeoning global challenges. What's more, with nations locked in a genetic arms race, unilateral restraint is all but a pipe dream. The genetic future beckons, its promises intertwined with profound ethical quandaries. As we brace for what's ahead, it's our present actions and choices in the realms of diversity and equality that will script our success or failure in integrating the staggering power of genetic technology into the human story. Part 9. Navigating the Genetic Odyssey. Education and regulation as our compass and map. As we venture deeper into the genetic age, our concerns extend beyond the philosophical to the practical and existential. The power of gene editing, in the wrong hands, could conjure biological weapons of unforeseen potency or, even with benevolent intentions, set off ecological dominoes leading to environmental collapse. This is a journey that requires not just scientific acumen, but also a global commitment to governance and education. Skeptics might downplay the immediacy of forming international agreements on genetic technologies. But history offers a critical lesson in the NPT. Despite its efforts, the treaty hasn't completely curtailed nuclear proliferation or disarmed superpowers. It's a stark reminder that without stringent cooperative governance, even well-intentioned frameworks can falter. Regulation is only half the puzzle. Public education is its essential counterpart. Empowering people with knowledge ensures that societal discourse on genetics is robust and reflective of an informed citizenry. Every nation should establish its own bioethics body and regulatory framework, complemented by a comprehensive education strategy. Looking to the United Kingdom, 
we find a pioneer in this space, the Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority, a beacon for how to steward reproductive technologies. Their public education initiatives have borne fruit, carving pathways for higher acceptance of genetic technologies among UK residents. Rings of conversations have buzzed to life, even contemplating enhancements of human capabilities, like intelligence. Although crafting an international regulatory pantheon poses challenges, the first steps toward global dialogue could be relatively straightforward. A commission bridging the minds of scientists, thought leaders, and spiritually inclined figures could ignite discussions addressing critical considerations, from therapeutic applications to the scaffold for international oversight. In the interim, the onus doesn't lie solely on formal institutions. Proactivity is key, and it begins with us, with individuals educating one another, forging community dialogues, and kindling a collective consciousness about the implications of our genetic endeavors. Each of us is both a crew member and a navigator on this unprecedented voyage. Interactive education and thoughtful regulation are the compass and map in hand, guiding us toward a future where the genetic revolution enhances rather than endangers our shared human experience. Final Summary The intersection of artificial intelligence, big data analytics, and genetic research is spearheading an unprecedented exploration of the human genome. This burgeoning knowledge, coupled with sophisticated reproductive technologies, is poised to redefine the very act of procreation, extending our prowess from merely curing hereditary ailments to actively screening, editing, and even creating genetic material. In this genetic renaissance, it is our instinctual urge to safeguard and optimize our offspring that will catalyze the widespread adoption of these transformative techniques. Compounded by the relentless drive of global competition, advanced genetic interventions are set to permeate societies, ushering in an era where conceiving through science becomes the norm. Yet, with great power comes great responsibility. The ethical, ecological, and societal consequences of this genetic odyssey compel us to engage at all levels, individual, national, and global, in fostering education and constructing robust regulatory frameworks. By doing so, we aim not merely to avert potential calamities, but to steward this revolution towards augmenting human potential and collective well-being. In synthesis, the genetic revolution is not a question of if, but of when and how. Its successful integration into our future rests on the shoulders of informed communities, prudent policymakers, and international collaborations. It is through these endeavors that we can hope to navigate the vast potentials of genetic engineering, steering towards a horizon where it enlightens rather than overshadows our collective destiny. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.